The live stream of tonight's podcast is made possible by our buddy Ian Service over at podcastaccelerator.com. In Canada, May 2-4 has made its way by, and there's Kiwis and Aussies and Yanks, oh my. We'll drink to our health in the whole Commonwealth, then blow some shit up in the sky. That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast covering everything in the universe. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letterkenny podcasts out there, but this one is for the Commonwealth. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. We have Squirrely Matt. Victor is in Paris, or en route to Paris, maybe, so playing the role of Victor tonight will be our buddy Trace, and joining us this week, he's a fellow FOTM, he's a world traveler, he's into health, fitness, the outdoors, please join me in making some noise for YYZ Gord. Wondrous. Oh my gourd. Welcome to the Produce Stand Gourd. Thank you. Glad to be here. I got my first welcome, um, the Gourd, right there in the, the intro. Yeah, right. It works so well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I mean, you've been on before, like in Nag Halls, but this is your first solo episode, so we're going to ask Good. you all of the, the uh, typical questions. So we're going to start with, you know, when did you discover Letter... Or, for, sorry, first, where are you speaking to us from? I'm in my home in Toronto in the Commonwealth of Canada. In the Commonwealth of Canada. <laughs> nice. But I mean, less than a week ago, you were in Japan. Uh, yeah, I was in Japan. I got, got home on Tuesday night. That's so, great. Yes. Like, and we were talking uh, during the, the pre-show, how much traveling you do. You do a lot of traveling. <laughs> I, I do, yes. So it's, a, it's a bit of an obsession. Yeah, and mostly for pleasure. Um, I mean, you went to Japan for less than a week. Like that's a long way to go for less, less than a week. Than a week? Like, are you still not recovering from jet lag right now? <laughs> I actually did. I did in Japan. I wasn't doing so well. I woke no. up every day at like 3 a.m. and kind of eventually got back to sleep. But coming back, I don't know if you've traveled back from Asia, but you your last day, because it's a 13 hour time difference, you end yeah. up with a, a giant day. So I, I slept six hours on the plane and got home at by like eight o'clock and by nine o'clock i was able to sleep through the night so and i i got i, I woke up at four so and last night i made it to 10 o'clock and slept right through till six o'clock so yeah i mean mostly back so <laughs> uh, good good on you like that's great that you can do that and and uh and survive on on that 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 sleep schedule but um and great i mean that japan is one of those places i've always wanted to go so uh, was that your first time or have you been there before uh no, it's I think it's it's about our seventh time oh my there. God, wow, jeez. Uh, so are there any the, first times left, Gord? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> there, there are. I've been to a hundred and two different countries. Holy I've been shit! To, wow. That, that I've been crazy. to every state, every province, every territory, and I've been to every state in Australia except for Tasmania. So I've. What do you enjoy the most about traveling? What, what, like, what, what's the desire or why, why 
I generally like nature, and I also like big cities. Like Tokyo is one of my favorite cities. Japan's oh, yeah. great. So, like one of our, my last time in Japan was January 2020. So it was one of our last foreign trips before the world shut down. So mm-hmm. it was good to get back there. That must have been a tough two years. The last two years for you. <laughs> uh, it was a little different. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, Switched to more travel in Canada, mm-hmm. but um, still still got out a bit. But certainly for 2020, there wasn't a lot. But I, yeah. I still was commuting back to Houston, so did a bit of travel. For 2020. <laughs> well, fi- finally, your handle makes more sense to me. Yeah, why, yeah. why, why? Your YYZ Gord, I, yeah. I get it. Now. Well, it doesn't make sense that he he insists on being called YYZ Gordon, not YYZ, YYZ Gord. See, Matt but... didn't have any problem pronouncing it. He knows that the airport's YYZ. No, it's YYZ Gord. It's, it's YYZ. also it's more comfortable to say. Even no, though I know you. it goes the other way, it's not more comfortable. It's it's more awkward. But that's that's Gord's name, and we respect that. That's how he wants to be referred to. So you'd make like the perfect travel agent because you really could, you know, identify with any place a person would want to go. I've been to most places. I, I'm going to have to talk to you I do later. become, I do, go do a lot of consulting. Yes. Yeah. That and how to use your plan points. Um, nice. is, is, there, is there a place left on the planet that you've always wanted to go that you haven't gone yet? Uh, I want to go to Antarctica, but that's really difficult. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I'm not great for seasickness, and that crossing can be brutal. Oh, yeah? So that's probably still there, but we'll see. Um, Egypt is a place I want to go, and the political kind of not sure there's ever going to be a really safe window, but Mm -hmm. uh, it's... uh, Wow. Okay, what's your favorite place, though? Um. Ironically, New Zealand is one of my favorites. Oh, okay. So, uh, oh, nice. So, Given tonight's we're, episode, we're going, that'll be interesting. We're going, back, we're going back in November, so that will be uh, an, another highlight this year for Jesus. travel. Um, oh, Gord. Uh, Mike, Mike Benelli is asking, have you ever been to Leichtenstein? Leichtenstein? Lichtenstein, yes. Lichtenstein. <laughs> really? He says it's on his bucket list. What's in, Lich- what's in Lichtenstein? <laughs> I'm, I don't remember anything special. I, I did I did a to get my 102 i did like all the the micro sta- or the micro states of 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 europe like mm-hmm. Liechtenstein and um andorra and Lux- luxembourg andorra <laughs> yes and um there's one in what's the one in italy there's another one that's like andorra uh, san marino san marino yes vatican city of course but wow. uh, Look at you guys wow okay seriously so, now sorry, this isn't the 102 <laughs> In in however many years, like how many trips a year is that? Like, what do you, what, how do you, what's Gord, your, Gord's what's never home. He's never home. <laughs> I'm, it, well, put it in context. So I, I lived in Houston for seven years and my husband lived in Toronto mm-hmm. and we saw each other every weekend. So that meant one of us was traveling every weekend. And wow. We didn't always want to meet in Houston or Toronto, so we'd go other places. That so, makes sense. So, yeah, if, if you're always going to be traveling, you might as well, yeah, break it up. Awesome. Yep. I love that. That's amazing. All right, so uh, back to the sorry, standard. This isn't the travel show. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> back to the standard questions. You finally, made, you finally made the list of most interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you're in that top. Uh, yeah. You are. Like, I, I, I got to dig deeper, though. Like, do you do photography when going to all these places? Like, what, like... Uh, my my husband does, mm-hmm. but, um, and I I'll I'll take photos and put them on Facebook and mm-hmm. stuff. And, you you shared uh, a really cool picture uh, in front of Mount Fiji, uh, Fuji, Fuji, right? Yeah, that yeah, looked really that, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta see those pictures. 
Yeah, yeah I have been. I have been to. I went to Sudbury as well. That was. That was my, <laughs> wow, really? That's Tell what me I more. did when I couldn't leave the country. We did a Northern Ontario one, and that was 2020. You, you know, it's funny. I, I laugh, but up until the time we went to Sudbury, the furthest north in this province I'd ever been was probably Perry Sound. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of just in this province that, that left to explore. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I have to do a Google's Google map to see how far Sudbury is to. I've been in, um, oh my goodness, what was it called? Moosonee. Moosonee is way far, way north. Is, is that, that farther? I thought it <laughs> way was. Way north. I was, okay. I was very that's, young. That's so. extreme north. Oh, is yeah. it? Okay. That, I've been there. So. Extreme. You're right up. Extreme. <laughs> All right. I know there right was up. a train. There was no road. It was just train. Okay. I know Victor would be jealous. Speaking jealous. of trains, let's yeah. get back okay, on the rails. Letter Kenny. edit this if we're not careful. I know. I'm not editing. Letter Kenny, when did you discover it? Um. I don't know exactly. Pretty shortly after it premiered, so definitely saw season one before mm-hmm. season two. So, oh wow, okay. sometime in 2016. Yeah. So I had Crave and kind of it was advertised all to everywhere when it came out as the thing. So yeah, checked it out. And since I was in Houston, sort of the the Canadian elements were were attractive. Mm-hmm. Managed to get my friend in Houston who you actually met all. Yes, I, I remember them. Yeah, at uh, the, the TMLX. Yeah, right. She she bought me the Letter Kenny shirt, which uh... <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, and uh, our our I mean, I was going to say when did you discover our podcast? But right from the beginning, right? Because you're an FOTM, and uh, so I was uh, I was aware of it. Yes. but I, it took me a while to actually listen. Oh, okay. I, will, I will confess, I did not. How I, dare you, I Gordon? Did, I didn't start listening and I went back. It was start, when you started doing, I guess it was season 10. Mm-hmm. So that would have been like the start of 2022. Okay. So I started from there and I've been, I've, caught, I've seen, heard everything since then. Okay. To be honest, I, I haven't gone back. I was, I saw the person on the discord who said that they were a perfect person who listened to everyone from the beginning and mm-hmm. I was feeling guilty, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember when Gore joined the uh, joined the group. Mm-hmm. Al get, got really excited. I know that guy. I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We well, well we've, we've hung out. We've we've had beers. We've uh, broken bread together. So uh, it's always fun. Yeah, well, I met you. I met you, and I would have met you in July, twenty twenty one, in the in that park with the beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think we probably met before that. Like uh, that wasn't the first TMLX, well, but that was my first TMLX. Oh, so was I it? was always. Because I was always traveling, so oh, I was okay. always in Houston or somewhere else when oh, uh, the team Alexis were. So that, that would be the the first time. Okay, we talk, we're talking about the Toronto Mike listener uh, experiences, but anyway, Sorry, so yes. we'll, we'll move on. Too many acronyms. Yeah, exactly. Too many acronyms. <laughs> so let's let's uh, get going here with the. Uh, How are you now? Tonight's lineup is going to be Al, Trace, Tanya, Matt, and our guest Gord will have the last word. So my uh, week, I've had uh, a very busy week, although less busy than usual because uh, season. Four of Yes We Are Open is finished. Yay. The last episode went out on Tuesday. Uh, it's done. Yes, thank you. Yeah, time to celebrate. Um, and I should be, you know, uh, should have a little more time. But I haven't had any time yet because then yesterday <clears throat> I made my appearance on the Toronto Mike podcast and, <clears throat> excuse me, had a lot of fun with him kicking out the jams and talking about the podcast. And today I was preparing for this episode and then I had band practice and then I, I had to rush home and make sure Tanya did her homework and it's been a whirlwind of a day. So here we are. I'm happy. We're finally here and recording. Um, yeah, trace. How about you? Well, <coughs> sorry, trace, before we begin, 
thank you for filling in uh, for for Victor because Victor's in Paris right now, or at least on a route to sure, Paris. Sure, sure, absolutely. But I have to comment, compliment you on your choice of background. It's the absolute perfect background when you're filling in for Victor. It's a toy guitar, <laughs> and with Thomas the Train on it. Absolutely brilliant. I love it. Well so, played. So. And even that description doesn't do it enough justice. No, no. We'll have to take a, a, a screenshot of that and post it because it's just. Oh, it's we perfect. have to send it to Victor. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think he'll be very well, I, mean, I wanted to make sure that, you know, the ever-present guitar was, you know, present in the background. And, yeah. well, I wasn't going to put his guitar in the background. No. So, so that's a real thing you can buy. That's yes. Uh, yeah. I believe so, Yeah. <laughs> I can attest. I, I don't have one like we don't have one like that. But uh, our daughter has a pink one with, with oh, uh, what are those? A troll? No, I forget the the name of the. Oh, the, the backyard again. That's it. Backyard again. The guitar. backyard again. Yeah. So same yeah. thing. My, mine had mine had one that was had the wiggles on it. So yes. Oh, Owen had fun. the wiggles one as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wiggles and, is good. Uh, <laughs> but my week's uh, my week's been okay. Uh, having a bit of a dental crisis today so oh yeah but i'm feeling okay right now so uh i i have to get a root canal so oh that ouch. Sucks. <laughs> that, that, yeah that's that blows but otherwise it's uh you know been a regular old week mm-hmm. uh there's a long weekend coming up uh, that's right good on y'all for having a long weekend this week mm-hmm. yeah and uh that is about it al called me and asked me if i wanted to fill in for victor because i am not in paris and i am not on a train <laughs> well done uh, tanya how's your week uh longest shortest week ever um so we yeah we've had a busy uh week trying to get some um, things ready for summer getting schedules done we got the barbecue Oh, yeah. Uh, I assembled the barbecue this week. Yes, you did. He got sick. He was on Mm painkillers. It was a very long, long weekend. That all happened Uh, last week. Yeah, yeah, you got (laughs) sick. You got painkillers. The barbecue came. That got assembled, which was fantastic. I grilled, like, immediately. As soon as it was hot, I was on it. And uh, it was it was phenomenal, just phenomenal. Um, so we did that, and uh, then our daughter got sick, and so it's just been. A... Hello. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I went to cough. I hit I hit mute, and I muted you too. I forgot that you're on the same uh, channel. As me. Oh, am I now? Yeah. So uh, our daughter got sick, and so I've been uh, very sleep deprived. So this can either if if I if you. If I've stopped talking, it's because I'm asleep. I'll just poke you. Um, yeah, it's it's been a long week, and I'm super tired, and I'm super grateful that tomorrow is Friday. Um, and 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 uh, happy long weekend to our friends in the states. Yes, Matt. My week has been interesting. Um, first, we yeah we had the long weekend, which was a blast. I had a unique experience actually on the weekend. Um, we went to a brewery out, uh, near Collingwood called Stillfields, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you've never been there, you've never heard of this place. And there's real reasons why, because <laughs> it, well, no, no, it was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I love this place. The beer was fantastic. The environment was super chill. I would go back a thousand times over. I had such a good time. Um, but when I got there and, and I, I discovered something I had not seen, especially living in the city. Uh, you know, I ordered my beer, whatever. It was only like five bucks, which is super cheap to start with for a pour. I'm like, okay, cool. And actually the, the one other beer is only $4. So I was very surprised. And it was like my second or third beer. And I, when I finally realized, I said to the guy, um, 
the hell? How can how do I tip you? Right. Because I realized at that point he hadn't asked for a tip. It's all debit or credit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, we don't do that here. I'm like, oh. what do you, what do you I'm like, really? I'm like, I'm coming from Toronto. That doesn't compute. No, I know. Yeah. You tip everybody right? in Toronto. And, and, and he was one of the owners. And he said, no, man. He's like, uh, and you know, myself and the other owners, you know, we, when we launched this place, we just want to have a cool spot for people to have a good time. Keep some money in your pocket, have another drink, enjoy yourself <laughs> was like almost literally verbatim his response. I was like, Holy shit. I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, that? I'm trying to get, I'm trying to give you more money. And you're <laughs> saying, no, just have fun. Um, it- did he say, and they pay living wages to the people or? I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it was in the middle. This place was like in the middle of nowhere. And then even like, so I said, the conversation went a bit further and I said, well, where are the designs on some of their beer? I said, where do you come up with your designs? He's like, I have a designer friend. I said, give me the complete opposite of anything you will ever find in the liquor store or the beer store. He's like, I didn't want a crazy unicorn fighting a bulldog on my beers. <laughs> He's like, I wanted something super let the beer speak for itself. And he's like, and then he said, if you even look at the names of our beers, we don't have names. If it's a lager, I call it a lager. If it's a Pilsner, I call it a Pilsner. He's like, I don't want to keep coming up with new stupid ass names to call my beer. I just, you come, we have what we have. You enjoy yourself, save a few bucks. And I hope you come again. Wow. It was, it was under, and he was super genuine about it too. I'm like, this is just a very bizarre experience. Hmm. Um, So anyways, that was really cool. Um, week was busy, 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 busy. And then today. So today, uh, my little guy uh, was his sort of open house for his new school, the one that we were fighting to get into. Uh, I think I told a bit about that story. I don't know if I hold, told it on the podcast, but anyways, uh, we were fighting with school board to get him into a specific school. Well, who do I run into? Mr. Alex McCuey. Hey, finally. Holy. <laughs> Finally ran into Dickskin. Wow. And I'm, I'm standing there and he walks by and a guy, and guy the guy is fucking tall as yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're if he wasn't that tall, I probably wouldn't have mm-hmm. put it together, but he walked by and then I looked back. I looked back again. I, I said to Jen, I'm like, that's Dickens. She's like, no, it's not. I'm like, it's fucking Dickens right there. She's like, wow. we'll go say hi. I'm like, I should totally do that. You should. So, did you? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I did. Okay. I just very quickly, I mean, he was just picking up his daughter. So my kid's going to go to the same school as his daughter. Um, <laughs> But wow. cool. did, he, did, he walked, remember, did he remember you? Or? He, he did. It took him a minute. Like I, I just really, I ambushed him. Right. I said, "Hey, like I'm really sorry. <laughs> just want to introduce myself. I'm like you're Alex Bakui, right? He's like, I am. Like I'm Matt. I'm uh, one of co-hosts of the Produce Stand. We interviewed you like a, about almost two years ago. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you guys. So he did remember, but it, okay. it, took, it took him a moment to put sure. it together. And he's like, Yeah, I'm just picking up my daughter. Your your kid go here. I'm like, He's about. He's going to. Uh, he's like, oh, very cool. And we had just a really, really quick chat. I said, listen, I know you're with your daughter. I don't want to bother you, but I just wanted to say hello. And he's like, well, I'm sure I'll see you again here. I'm like, yep, absolutely. Amazing. That's awesome. Cheers. And so then you set funny. up a play date for the Big Deck <laughs> Energy Day. That's right. We got to do the <laughs> there we invite go. him to the to uh, Matt's Big Deck. Nice. Yeah. Amazing. That's and no, I did I not yell dick skin in the schoolyard. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> good, I, good thing. I literally listened to that episode on my flight to, to Tokyo. Oh, yeah? <laughs> the, the replay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I had listened to it before. Mm. I remember I'm way behind. So. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Doing my favorite interview. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it is a good one. It's a very good one. And he was, yeah, he was so, so did great. did you feel like so short? <laughs> oh, I mean, apparently after the Sudbury trip, I'm feeling short. So um this one yeah he i was my it, someone made a comment did your neck hurt the dude is fucking tall yeah. um but yeah it just it caught me completely off guard i knew he lived nearby and we mm-hmm. talked about that yeah. 
Um, but I, up until this time, it's been sort of an ongoing joke that one day I might run into him and sure enough, there he was in the schoolyard. And yeah, I, for a moment, I almost yelled dick skin. I'm like, there's literally <laughs> three-year-olds and four-year-olds running around me. Not okay, Matt. I'm and sure. Yeah. I'm sure he was very happy that you didn't do yes. that. <laughs> yeah. I walked over. I said, there's Dickens. <laughs> he laughed, but uh, no, anyways, Amazing. I ran That's into Alex great. McCoy. Well done. I can't believe you kept that a secret uh, up until now. <laughs> when did this happen? Was it? It wasn't. Today. He, so he alluded to it in the Discord. Oh, he, he didn't say. Yeah. He didn't say who it was. He just oh. did yeah. it on the counter. And actually, funny you say that. As soon as it happened, Jen saw me pick up my phone. About thirty seconds later, she's like, "Put it the fuck away." I'm like, "What?" She's like, "No, you're not telling Al and all your other friends online that you just saw him. That you're on family time. You put the phone away." I'm like, "Okay, good for Jen." Pocket. Yes, Jen. She's boo, like, Jen. Like, boo. And I and I tried to say I'm not doing it. She's like, "Fuck you, aren't? Of course you are." <laughs> but you didn't get a selfie. No. Oh yeah. Can you imagine to the schoolyard? His arm's not long enough to get a selfie with Dickens. <laughs> It'll just be me and, and and a tall person behind me, but you won't actually see their face. Yeah. That's amazing. It could have been any seven foot dude. <laughs> Before we do the Diabolical Coffee ad, uh, I'm going to do something really quick here that I should have done right at the beginning, but uh, you're going to hear this. Recording in progress. <laughs> the reason I'm doing Are that. Are you going to edit that out? I'm not going to edit that out. I'm just going <laughs> to leave it in. I, I, I'm just gun shy now after our, our Sudbury mishap. I, I usually have Zoom recording along with my other sound recorder just as redundancy. I forgot to hit record on Zoom, so now I've hit record on Zoom. I'm still recording with my other recorder, but... I, again, I'm gun shy. So anyway, we're good to, to go. And let's listen to, because uh, Tanya's tired, we're going to listen to her Diabolical Coffee ad. Just like Skodude Energy Drink, Diabolical Coffee has a new spokesperson, me. Diabolical Coffee is devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There is a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. You can order whole bean, coarse, and standard grind, and espresso. Or if you're like Al and me, there's a K-cup option for single cup brewers. And for the duration of season 10 of our podcast, you can use the promo code PRODUCESTAN for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off all coffee and merch. Thank you to Diabolical Coffee and to Eric for your support. Yes, thank you, Eric, for your support. And speaking of support, welcome to not-so-new Twitter followers, Benny Hill, Jason Rappaport, Nate Matthews, John Davis, Paula's Version. Every, everybody loves everybody from Puyallup, Washington. Puyallup? Puyallup? I don't know. Uh, Bub, uh, Schmo, uh, Frank Ippolito from Burbank, uh, California, Jim Tussing from Ohio, JSM from the United States, S. Hash, the Cigar Dungeon from Ontario, Preston Noonan from Ontario, Casper at TOTK from Hyrule, uh, Salt and Flower, uh, Andy Kias from uh, Rio Rancho, New Mexico, Bradley, Adam Payne from Tampa slash Boston slash New Hampshire, Sammy JW from Windham Vale, Melbourne, uh, Tony Klopfenstein from Colorado, uh, Ken Roth from Bemidji, Minnesota, uh, Jason from Linwood, Washington, Darcy, California, Coffee Monster from El Monte, California, Pums from Al, uh, Ottawa, uh, Riley Tate from Las Vegas, RU12DV8 from <laughs> from uh, Florida, RU12DV8, I get it now, Ray, uh, Ed 
Edge Saber from Long Island, New York, Eric Van Butts, uh, Kevin, <clears throat> Kevin Courtney, 107 Reader from Newark, California, Jared, uh, the technologist from Philly area, Arrow Guitarist, VTuber from uh, Last Stop Saloon, Grundle Punch, <laughs> Eric <laughs> McRae, Shasta, <laughs> Shasta Kitty Pippin Cat, Lou from right here, right now, John McMurray, um, Brian Lackey from McGraw, New York, David Klingon, uh, Klingon from um, Washington, Rick, Rob Lee, Jason Knoll, Tony G, Manly Donorite from Atlanta, Jessica P, uh, BR44SSPLV from New Jersey, and Jolene La- uh, Knapp from, Jolene. from Jolene. South Lyon, Michigan. Thank you for uh, following and <laughs> Hopefully for listening. I'm sorry, my throat's sore from from band practice. So I gotta go find Grundle Punch. <laughs> I, I thought you liked that previously one. on Letter Canning. Last week, the Blueberry Crew returned to talk about the second half of our Sudbury trip, where we got to be background extras on Shorzy and got to meet a bunch of sluts in person, plus Jacob Tierney and Jared Kiso himself. This week, we recap and review the Letter Kenny May two four special. Did you do your homework, uh, Trace? I did, so yes. Tanya, did you do your homework? Once. Yeah, about 10 minutes ago. Uh, Matt, did you do your homework? Twice. And Gord, did, is. You, did you do your homework? Uh, thrice. I did my homework, so let's get started. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. No cold open in this one. We just launch right into the scene. <clears throat> we open with the Hicks toasting the Victoria Day long weekend with shots of Gus and Brew. Uh, we get the obligatory uh, squirrely dansplanation of the meaning of this holiday. <laughs> Victoria's Day's Longs Weekends is a Canada-wide statuary's holidays in Mays where we celebrate former Queens of England's Queen Victorias. Uh, just, just then, uh, Gail walks up with Shawnee of Johnny, Shawnee, and Jaker, one of the three American cousins from Episode 1, Season 9, American Buck and Doe. Shawnee had to remind the Hicks who he was, but Gaylor didn't forget. She invited Shawnee up for their May 2-4 uh, party. Uh, even though the two weekends are a week apart, Shawnee wishes the Canadians happy U.S. Memorial Day long weekend, formerly known as Decoration Day. He goes on to Sean-splain that American holiday's meaning. Memorial Day is a federal holiday to honor those who died while serving the United States Armed Forces. Hear, hear. As they toast Memorial Day, the McMurrays join the group. Mrs. McMurray dazzles the group with her knowledge of the history of Queen Victoria and her progressing Drunkenness. Queen Victoria's reign as matriarch of the British Empire lasted from 1837 to 1901. That's right. Two completely different centuries. That's right, baby. She reigned through two of them cocksuckers. That's impressive history, Ms. Mac. I'll study anything while I was getting day drunk. Studying pretty much every day of the week, then, eh? And when she reigned, she poured. Queen Victoria had nine kids. Mm-hmm. That's right. And of those nine children, they produced 42 grandchildren. That's a lot of fucking. She survived a dozen attestinations <laughs> since. Eight by the same dude. Spoke by languages. Five, English, German, French, Italian, Latin, and occasionally dabbled in Hindu. She dabbled in Hindu? Mm-hmm. I imagine because of the times she could say to her servants, Hey, why the fuck is that dude trying to kill me again? Stab him. <laughs> she proposed to her husband, Prince Albert, her own fucking self. Now, Prince Albert was her first cousin, which is noteworthy. But I'm sure it's fair to say, you know, of those nine children, four or two grandchildren, not a one of them was negatively affected. And all of this at under five feet tall, so. Here, here! The grandmother of Europe, that's what I always say. McMurray asks Shawnee why he's there. He tells that Gail invited him and asks if it's okay that a couple of his underage American cousins came out to enjoy some long weekend beverages with them in the luxury of our far more liberal drinking age. 
This annoys Squirrely Dan. He says it's the worst part of Victoria's days. Underage Americans with their little league fucking bantam weight weight drinking habits. Shawnee says it might be the worst part of Victoria Day, but it's the best part of uh, Memorial Day. This reminds the McMurrays of something. Of no, this reminds the McMurrays of something. Speaking of first cousins, they've got news, but so do Wayne and Katie. After a bit of back and forthing, they agree on the McMurrays going first with their newses. So this May 2-4 is a very special occasion because my cousin, Amelia, and her husband, Liam, are coming for a visit for the very first time all the way from New Zealand. Is that right? Hmm? Well, that tees up our news for you. I'm on the edge of my seat. Well, on what, for the very first time ever, our cousin Oliver and his lady Piper are coming all the way up from Australia. Coming all the way down from Australia. Crikey, right from down and down. Aye, where they swim in the angry blue. Hey, throw another shrimp on the barbie? Aye, heaps of shrimp, mate, heaps of shrimp. They call them prawns there, actually. Let's get maggot. Aye, let's get blotto. Let's get trolley. Aye, let's get just fucking cunted. Off my tits. Aye, pissed as a newt, I reckon. Yeah, nah, let's crack on. Aye, diddly dang dang do. Jeez, and we gets the gears for toxins funnies. What the hell is they even saying? <laughs> Mrs. McMurray is looking forward to introducing her cousins to her cousin's cuz, their neighboring countries. McMurray is, us- is sure they'll get along like house fire. Katie reminds McMurray that they may not want to bring up fire. They'll likely still be a wee bit rattled from the big one. Uh, McMurray says they all, they'll get on like gangbusters. Shawnee replies, sure, just like Canadians and Americans. We'll bring them all by. We'll share the wealth. For the common good. For the common's wealth. Here, here. Scene two, Rold and Stuart are joined by Riley and Jonesy out in the field on what looks like a platform. Riley asks the skids what they have. Stuart is being cagey. He asks the jocks what they have. They go back and forth arguing over who should go first. Then finally, Riley goes first. For this year's May 2-4 weekend fireworks celebration, we've got Jonesy, sprinklers, volcanoes, Sparklers for the kids. And the dagger? Roman candles, boys. The skids are unimpressed at the jocks' stash of, of consumer fireworks. They are three <laughs> classes of fireworks in Canada, and the jocks are class one. Jonesy asks the kids what they have. They have class two, display, high-hazard, pernicious, chancy. Shells. Boom. Cakes. Oh, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. 56, double shot, Roman candles. <laughs> Good luck attracting a crowd with that debitage. Huh? Ruff, tripe, crabola. Jonesy interrupts Stuart and asks about the third class of fireworks. Roll tells him it's irrelevant. That's for professional use only. Only a true virtuoso has access. You must be adept, adroit, dexterous. Mm, we get it. You have a big vocabulary. Yeah, congrats <laughs> on your big vocabulary, but we just want to know what the name of the third class is called. Cue the slow-motion walk-up music as a figure approaches them pulling a protective steel case and wearing a hazmat suit and headgear similar to the one worn by Marty McFly in Back to the Future when he first travels back in time. Yes! The figure stops and removes the headgear, revealing Glenn. Special effects pyrotechnics. My gourd, if you think it is hot out here, you should try hopping inside this thing with your friend Glenn. Woo! (laughs) Seriously, though, it sleeps too. Scene three, back at the farmhouse, the first visiting party of cousins arrive. They're Oliver and Piper, Wayne and Katie's cousins from Australia. Uh, They greet each other, but Squilly Dan has no clue what they're saying on account of their thick accents and strange language that has a hint of English in some of the connecting words, but can't possibly be English. 
What are you guys up to this Arvo? I think we're looking at it, P-Love. Oh, fuck me. Nice to be out of Brizzy for a bit, eh? <laughs> She's sweet as lollies. I <laughs> yeah. told her all about your lovable cockheads. So how was the trip? Yeah, nah. Took us fucking 36 hours to get here, mate. But we got on the piss and had a route. My high club in that, eh? We had a route when we landed, too. I reckon I could smash an entire chook. Oh, yeah, went looking for a feed at Macca's. Mm. Smash and takeaway. But you don't have one, so we hit the servo, see if we could find a takeaway sanger or something, but what was in there wasn't Tucker. No Tucker at all, mate. What the hell are they saying? So we ended up finding a snag down from Mennonite's Lane. Some leftover Tim Tams from the plane for dessert. It wasn't Macca's, but I won't get Minikus up me mood about it. Hey, let's get pissed. Oh, I'd have a few coldies. I, I need a nap. Oh, let me put on a proper pair of dacks. I'm in my tracky dacks and thongs here. He's got his budgie smugglers on underneath. I just... Never leave home without him. Good enough. We'll help you with your stuff. Hey. Thanks for the hospitality, mate. Well, we're here to share the wealth. For the common good. For the common's wealth. I'm going to pause for a second here because... <laughs> uh, and I noticed that Melbourne Jack is on the live stream. He's probably right? at work, but I'm glad he's 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 here. I mean, I can kind of make out some of what's being said, but I have a couple of questions. And, and I'm Gord, maybe because you, you travel so much, you'll know a few of these. But shoot. Any idea what... Shoot, wasn't that a, isn't that a specific beer? Is it? Is okay. I, and Tucker? I, think I may be wrong. And Tucker? Tucker's food. Tucker's food? Okay. Yeah. I thought Tucker was tired. Didn't they say they were tuckered? Um, I don't I don't think they used it in that because I would have understood that. I think they used it in a different way. But anyway, we're going to need, <laughs> we may need to do like a. There, I, I did find it earlier and I, I hmm. lost it. On the Discord, somebody on, on the 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 uh, letter kenny discord somebody mm-hmm. did a line by line translation oh really of, the, of it um okay we'll have to was, look yeah <laughs> we'll have to look at that because uh man th- that just went i don't know about you but it went over my head yeah. for the most part <laughs> and with subtitles on i was still like what the fuck is being said i was yeah. wondering if it was if it was real I think so. I mean, well, last uh, Tucker is food or Tuckered is sleepy. Okay, sleepy, yeah, yeah. Right. Tuckered we get, but Tucker is food. Okay, so good to know. There, there was one of the things they were talking. One of the words they were using was slang for McDonald's. Yeah, so the food they were looking for was McDonald's. Mm-hmm. But I, they didn't I, find McDonald's. There was no McDonald's there. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> unbelievable. Anyway, um, where, where did we leave off? Uh, the oh, scene four. The skids questioned Glenn about his attire. Glenn says he got uh, got it at fireworks school, of course, one of the <laughs> tens of thousands of them. Any any other silly questions? Glenn is crestfallen by the skids box of debitage, but it, he understands that he's not wearing your grandma grandma's uh, fire retardant suit. So he goes on to shed a little light on his queer backstory, which gets rolled a little excited. One thing I do think you know about me is my parents were traveling missionaries. My earliest memory. Is from their first mission. Seven years old, down in Hells for Certain, Kentucky, by way of Satan's Kingdom, Massachusetts. I won the local state fair coloring competition by employing a simple, self-taught technique. Accentuate the existing lines with a thick colored pencil, creating almost a frame, and shading lightly inside those lines using the same pencil. The judges have never seen anything like it. They wanted me to go to art school right then and there. At seven years old. They wanted me to. But I said, what does the Lord want? They had no answer. Next up, Blue Ball, Delaware, by way of Bone Gap, Illinois. Are these real places, Gord? The teacher watches me shoot. I, I looked them all up. Class, Most of them. They're all mostly places. They wanted places. me to go to Navy oh. SEAL the school. San Diego, oh. San Diego said, went well. I don't know. Want? Hooker San no Diego's answer. not a place. Finally, 17, going on 70, as my pastor used to say. Hooker, San Diego. By way of Big Beaver. 
Pennsylvania. <laughs> Some much, much younger children, though similar to me in size, peer pressured me into blowing a blue angel into a pile of sawdust at the back of my high school shop class. I had just eaten a Mexican-style chicken tacos lunchable, so I agreed. Well, a flame was lit, and all the children ran away. But not Glenn. No. Like a true flamer, I stay. What'd you do? Well, the truth is I could not run. Those much, much younger children had tied my shoelaces together. I was helpless. So then what happened then, buddy? I stripped the protective cover off my lathe and used it to smother the flames. Passed out from smoke inhalation shortly thereafter, and when I awoke, there was a man standing over me. And he said to me, he said, boy, boy, I think you were born to play with fire. God? <laughs> Heavens no, <coughs> Mr. Amon, my high school shop teacher. That was it for me. I signed up for fireworks school the very next day. Okay. Lots of help on the live stream here. Maccas, that, that's McDonald's, yes. So that is that gets mentioned, I think, though, by the New Zealanders, not by the Australians. No, that was the Australia. That was Australia. Oh, was it? Okay. Sure. Maccas was McDonald's. Uh, okay. So awesome did it. It's Reddit was, I, I was saying. Oh, was it Reddit? Okay. Uh, I was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I was confused. But uh, uh, Melbourne Jack uh, says that the two actors playing the Australians on Letterkenny are actual Australians. Georgia Cadence from Byron Bay. New, New South Wales, I guess, and Morgan David Jones is from Brisbane. So, uh, lots of great help here, guys. Thank you. Keep it going. And Bone Gap, Illinois, is in fact a place with a population of 101. <laughs> so, there you Did, go. I, I had to look up Blue Angel. Did everybody know what that was? Oh, yeah. Blue oh, Angel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe, Ta- uh, Tanya knows what a Blue Angel is. <laughs> yeah. We just always call it's, it light and farts. So. Yeah. Same thing. Same it's py- pyroflatulence, yes. is the official yeah. word. Wasn't it? Exactly. Was it where I think it was SLC Punk or something like that where they where I first saw that? <laughs> first in that movie? I was not methane enough. No, no. It's good. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Stuart asks Glenn what he thinks they should do. Glenn says they should amalgamate the debitage into something interesting. And stand a safe eight meters back. <laughs> Excuse me. Stand a safe eight meters back. Oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> All right, scene five, back at the farmhouse, the second visiting uh, part of party of the cousins arrive. They're Amelia and Liam, McMurray's New, New Zealand cousins. They, too, speak an interesting version of the Queen's English. How's the drop? Bugger by the end of it. He's a piss break. Primo weather here. Thanks, we missed the batch. Uh, we'll be back in time for our ticket tour then, bro. Oh, we saw a chili bin at the end of the Mennonite's drive and peaked inside. No hokey pokey, but just chocolate with taffy cones. 25 cents. Sweet ass. Well, you guys are just in time for a big Ranger of a 2 4 party here at the farm. Sweet as. Liam, do you like to drink cold ice beverages in the name of Queen Victoria? Oh, stoked as, bro. I'd scull a beer. Sick as. All right, let's get out of our jandals, grab a jumper. I gotta have the dunny, love. Oh, you ready to take him? He's off to the bog to leave an offering. <laughs> Liam had a big one on the turps last night. It was large, got out of hand quickly. Good enough. <laughs> Uh, back at the farmhouse, this, uh, no, I already said that part. Uh, let's see, scene six on the back porch of the farmhouse. Wayne, Squirrely Dan, Oliver, and Piper are hanging out. Oliver and Piper are complimenting Wayne on the farm, I think. Uh, then uh, Oliver asks for some goon. Uh, what? Asks for some goon, and Piper asks for some stubbies. Yes, so goon, I'm guessing, is another kind of it's, beer, maybe? It's a cheap, it's cheap wine. Oh, it's wine. Box wine. Okay. I did and that one stubbies, up. I'm uh, cigarettes, cigarettes, maybe? Or, or other beer. Beer. Another beer. I don't know. Anyway, further, yeah, further perplexing Squirrely Dan as to what they're saying. Then Gail and Shawnee uh, show up. 
Seems like Gail and Oliver know each other really well as they call each other cunts and hug. Oliver introduces Gail to Piper, Piper and Gail introduces Oliver to Johnny. Shawnee corrects her, but she doesn't seem to care. Uh, Gail immediately starts hitting on Piper, and Piper seems to be game as she returns the flirtations. Then from around the corner arrive the McMurrays with their New Zealand cousins. Somehow, without saying a word to each other, the Aussies sniff out the Kiwis and vice versa, and immediately they start at each other. Sheep Who's this strong guy, mate? Who's this muppet? You daft cunt. Oi, you dungy. How these two find their sheep in field? Don't know. Pleasant. How'd these two sheep fuckers stay out of jail for it, bro? I don't know. Said they're only helping it over the fence. You got a face like a drop pie, mate. Tastes like a kicked in chick can. Face like a half sack mango. Tastes like a cat licking shit off a wheelie bin. Shouldn't you be off pissing on each other? That's all the rage down under, eh? Ooh, that's fucking grotty, bro. I got a joke for you, though. Why is it so hard to get a blowjob in Australia? Don't know. Because all the cocksuckers are in Whistler. Ooh, yeah, you've ruined that town, bro. <laughs> Go back to Hobbitland, you wankers. Pair of fucking Howzer Bogans, mate. Fuck your doll bludgers. Lick my hairy fern hole, you fuckwit. You sound like a glad and look about as bright. I've had a guts full of years. Lick my schlong, you bunged up cunts. Anywho. <laughs> yep. Like Americans and Canadians. <laughs> what the hells are you saying? Scene seven. Back at the fireworks platform, Glenn is finishing up the fireworks setup. The skids and jocks ask Glenn if he's sure he knows what he's doing. Glenn assures them that he does. So they decide to test his knowledge. What is the earliest use of fireworks? 200 BC, the Chinese used them to scare off mountain men. Different chemical concoctions produce different colors of fireworks. What makes red? Strontium and lithium. White. Titanium and magnesium. Blue. (laughs) Copper. Next. Resourceful, those Chinese. Italians were the first to introduce color into fireworks, Stuart. You can't pull the wool over this old goat's eyes. <laughs> um, can fireworks be recycled? No, and they're really bad for the environment. But good news is Powertechs are working on friendlier recipes. How big is the largest firework ever launched? Uh, about the size of Stuart's mom's Honda. Launched in Colorado in 2020. It's not your car, Stuart. Everyone knows that. She's transferring it to my name for my birthday. Queen Elizabeth loved fireworks. So much that she created an honorary title for the best peri, uh, pyro, pyro, pyrotechnician in Britain. What is it called? Firemaster of England. They wanted me to be one. Let's stand down, gentlemen. About time. We're burning daylight here, candle wasters. It's a little sad that Victor wasn't here to talk about the different elements that they use in fireworks, but I'm sure we'll hear from him <laughs> when he comes back. Scene eight. Back at the farmhouse, Gail tries to break the tension with some music puns. It doesn't work. So, do you want a drink in excess? I'm not one to speak ill of the dead, but that's an overrated band, bro. Oh, yeah, and who's better? Crowded fucking house? Better than your ACDC cock rock, you cunt. Akadaka are pure saints, mate. Heard they might even play the benefit concert to try and give New Zealand a chance to put their sewers underground. Fuck, that's kind of them. We were getting sick of shipping our shit straight to Brisbane. Truly. <laughs> Madly, deeply, I'd rather listen to my munted uncle bang a jandal on a chili bin than listen to Savage Garden. Or is he bang his shepherd's pie, sheep fucker? Hey, at least I don't piss on him, bro. Because everyone knows Aussie boys love pissing on sheilas. We could rack his up all day, bro. Who wants an Australian kiss? A what? It's like a French kiss, but down under. Me, please. You got a few kangaroos loose in the top paddock, you silly daros. Choo choo, you jaffa. Tame your impala, bro. Go back to Summer Heights High, you dumb cunts. You're just jealous because that showed cheap perfection in one season while it took Fly the Concords too. I could crack the shits with his all day, but I can see he can't hack it. Mm. Go home, you sheep shaggers. Friends all the way here, bro. Don't think we'll take a ticket to an out here. Oh, you're so far up yourselves, you ass lickers. Go eat some hot chips. Use a hard case, bro. <laughs> but if there's hot chips, I'll bring a plate. Fuck off, you bludger cunt. Can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Oh, we can stand it, bro. Have you forgotten we were right beside you that time your continent burned for months on end? Oh, low blow. 
During the argument, the Hicks walk away and leave the two warring factions to continue their beef. The mention of wildfires seems to put an end to the verbal joust. Just then, Shawnee's underage cousins arrive. Oh my god, I'm like jonesing for some alcohol. I love alcohol. <laughs> like, where's the alcohol? I know, I'm so antsy. Like, I can't even. I know, I can't even. It's cray. I seriously need alcohol, though. No, like, I literally need it. Yes. Slag you all day, bro. Love a good sledge, you slags. A week if it came down to it, bro. A week and a week? You fucked up, cunt. But wait. This <laughs> Yang's here, bro. We kind of maybe got to get out those knobs, mate. We should be rocking them up right now. Could be a good story for the fellas back home to say we drank some Yanks under the table. Yeah, it's been a yarn for me, mates. Throw another shrimp on the barbie then. Before a dingo eats your baby. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened, though, mate. We know, bro. It wasn't funny. <laughs> a lot of people upset about that one, yeah. That's why we didn't make the joke, bro. We figured if the joke was to be made, you should be the one to make it. National tragedy and all that. Anzac spirit. Let's take the piss out of some Yanks. Production note, Anzac stands for Australian and New Zealand Army Corps. So uh, Anzac Day is a national uh, day of remembrance, commemorating all Australians and New Zealanders who served and died in all wars conflicts and peacekeeping operations it's observed every year on april 25th so i guess it's their version of our remembrance day um uh, you know it nothing brings two warring factions together than the common hatred of the u.s right scene nine <laughs> cue the musical montage of the aussies <laughs> america <laughs> cue the musical montage of the aussies and kiwis drinking and feeding the americans more and more drinks scene 10 Jump cut to nighttime. The two American girls are passed out in the back of Wayne's pickup. The Aussies and Kiwis are hanging out, enjoying the fruits of their cooperation. The Hicks are sitting around drinking and taking account of the day's happenings. Feels like I've spent an entire day down, Australia. Crikey, right from down under. Ah, where they swim in the angry blue. Throw another shrimp on the barbie? Oh, heaps of shrimp, mate, heaps of shrimp. They call them prawns there. Diddly ding dang too. Now who would have thought they'd have gone at each other like that? Might be a bad idea to crack open a book the odd time, McMurray. I don't see how we're the coming out of their mouth, that's all I know. No one did. I did. Did just? Fine, just kidding around. Maybe they all hangs out with each other when they get back home, being from neighboring countries and whatnot. Australia's a continent. Crazier things have happened. Diddly ding dang do. The jocks and skids join the party. Riley informs everyone that Glenn is a pyrotechnician. Uh, the skids seem stoned out of their minds, and then Glenn runs up wearing his fire suit. He removes his helmet, informs everyone that the barge is hot, and the show begins whenever he presses the little red button on his remote control. Everyone springs to their feet and runs over to watch the fireworks show. Where'd you learn how to do all this stuff, Glenn? What? Where do you think we're in fireworks school? All right, now, let's... Share the wealth. For the common good? For the common's wealth. Here, here. And we fade to black. There you go. <clears throat> that is the May 2 4 special, <laughs> Letter Kenny special. And I guess I begin uh, with uh, initial thoughts. So uh, I hear that uh, Trevor Risk wrote this one, and uh, it only makes sense because everything about it has screams Trevor from the music puns to. The differences in culture. I mean, the man probably, I don't know if he travels as much as Gord does, but he he, he gets around as well. So uh, he's probably the perfect guy to write this one. Um, I loved um, the comparison of the, between, you know, New Zealand and Australia relations compared to Canada-U.S. relations because it's basically a small country 
very close to a, a very large, a much, much bigger uh, and richer country. Uh, and uh, so there's a lot there. The only thing I, I would wonder, and I'd ask Jack this, um, uh, up here, the rivalry seems to go one way, right? Because it's, you know, it's us. We, we, we like hating on the U.S. quite a bit. But I don't think the U.S. gives much thought to Canada, right? So <laughs> I'm wondering if if it's the same between Australia and New Zealand or if it's, you know, if they're a little bit closer in, in, in that regard. Overall, is an okay episode. I found that it was, I mean, <clears throat> the second and third viewings, it got better because I was paying more attention to what was being said. The first time I was just shaking my head going, what the hell's going on? What the hell is everyone saying? What's like uh, the fact that there was no cold open. You could tell this was kind of not an afterthought episode, but it was just, you know, I don't know. There was a light on story. It was just kind of one big gag. Um, uh, well, the two two good stories, I guess, between the fireworks and and the the Australian Kiwi relations. Um, overall, it was just an okay episode, as you know, as far as I was concerned. Trace, what do you think? Um, I I liked it. I think I think you hit the nail on the head that this was this had Trevor Risk written all over it. Yeah, and I mean, it was, you know, he takes big swings. And he he can hit it out of the park, and he can he can sometimes whiff. But mm-hmm. I I like this episode mostly because the more I thought about it, the more I was thinking, what exactly are you going to do for a Victoria Day mm-hmm. episode? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's not a lot know, to Christmas. Try. There's <laughs> gifts, you know, Valentine's. Yeah. There's dating and stuff. Victoria Day. I mean. They they hit the fireworks and yeah. the drinking. So yeah, I mean the only other thing that you know, we used to do a lot on on May two four was camping. Camping, right? You did a lot of that, but uh, yeah, freezing other, your ass off because it wasn't warm enough to camp <laughs> yeah, yet. Yeah, <laughs> I think the coldest night we ever spent in a tent it was like minus two degrees oh, it was Celsius. Freaking freezing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, I think it was a, an attempt to make some, uh, you know, comparisons about neighbors and all current former members of the commonwealth and mm-hmm. the decided lack of any actual british representation which i kind of like too which <laughs> you know you know they ran out of the cousins whole, how many could they have yeah yeah right right but i mean i i don't i don't see the the british ever actually were going to be showing up to that mm-hmm. even though it's you know their queen mm-hmm. i mean y'all's queen whatever i don't give a shit <laughs> I'm American. I don't care. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Are, are the, that's, is that it? Uh, yeah. I mean, my whole thing on coming on this one is I'm, I, I literally know the least amount about any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Australia. I've never been to New Zealand. Right. Uh, and I don't, I, Victoria Day was on the calendar because mm-hmm. our calendars have Canada, Canada, Canada's holidays as well. Oh, okay. And I kept meaning to figure out what that meant. <laughs> well, so. now you know. Yeah. <laughs> now I know. Yeah. Tim, what do you think? May two four, bring the beer. Mm-hmm. Can- case of twenty four. 
Um, it, it brought, it was, it was a fun episode to watch. It, it brought back some really happy memories. Um, I, I think it was just a, a memory jerker for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, the fireworks, um, being at her friend's place and, uh, the chief of, uh, the, the fire department, um, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> um, we had, uh, the chief of the fire department, we were at his house and one of the fireworks, uh, fell over and started attacking the a Roman the, candle tipped over and started firing into the crowd. It was hilarious. Hilarious. Everyone just like, yeah, we grabbed the children and duck and cover and it was, it was, it was dangerous as hell, but looking back on it, funny as hell now. So, um, everybody was safe and everybody was fine. Um, those were only consumer. That's her only consumer. And, and, and yeah, it, to me, this, this was just like a memory. Uh, it just unlocked a bunch of memories of, of experiences that we've had, uh, for May long weekend. Mm -hmm. And, uh, other than the, the, the camping, um, um, and, and the pyrotechnics, like they're dead on. Like I, I've, we've been to the States before and, um, Myrtle beach. Wow. The, the, uh, you guys fireworks. love your fireworks. You have fireworks because it's Wednesday. Like the, it was Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. and it was like the it, they had better fireworks than Disney. Do I, I I dare say than Disney World? It was just like what is happening right now? This is a Wednesday. It's just it's just like a Wednesday. That was it, um, and it was uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Um, uh, so that was, was one of the, the parts, um, you know, the, the banter, um, Glenn, you knew it was Glenn in the suit coming up. Um, <laughs> it, it just had to be Glenn. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what, uh, I, I, I wanted to definitely go to Australia and New Zealand after, uh, watching this episode. I, it's always been on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely wanted to know if it was real um, um, conversations or if it was uh, like I, I, I kept on thinking about Newfoundland and how the the, the language, you know, the, the people talking and stuff like that. It was it was like, OK, is it is it are you are you twisting the You're English language or are you putting it on or yeah. is it is it real? And it was real there. And it was like, yeah, th- this must be real. Those are all real slang, but to have a to have a conversation with somebody, it would be like you having a conversation where every every second word was slang. was slang. Yeah. People was don't slang. talk like that. They've yeah, <laughs> like so, I mean, every we, one of those things were were correct slang. But in a sentence, how yeah. often do you use slang in Canada? Yeah. I mean, we've so. spoken to Jack many many times, and we understand him usually when he speaks. So it's <laughs> no. In this case, they've just thrown every Jack, single you're, word. You're a representative of your country. Yeah. I mean, continent. Um, yeah, it was uh, it, it was a great episode, um, and, and as I said, it brought back some uh, great memories of of uh, of our May two fours mm-hmm. um, in a fun way. Yeah. All right, Matt. Yeah, Al, I'm surprised by your initial response here. Mm. To be honest with you, okay. Um, I think Trace is absolutely on the right track with this one. I I thought this was a really a really great episode, actually. Oh. I will admit that my second pass through was much better mm-hmm. um, as I caught a lot of additional jokes. But yeah, you know, the question that needs to be asked is exactly what Trace asked. What do you do for a May 2-4 weekend, Victoria Day weekend episode? Mm-hmm. And they nailed it. Fireworks, booze and friends. Mm-hmm. That's it. Or family. Like that is the only recollection of what those things are. I guarantee most of Canada couldn't even tell you that it is Victoria Day. They probably just say it's May 2-4. Absolutely, right? yeah. And it's the reason May 2-4 because it's a 2-4 beer mm-hmm. and that's where, like, 
that that was the one explaining they didn't do in the episode. Yeah, yeah. explained everything else, but they didn't explain the two four connection, yeah. which I don't, I don't know if Americans would get because I, I most people don't a two four is not something the American would say. Oh yeah, episode. true. Yeah, uh, you guys don't call it a two four beer, do you? Like a twenty four pack of beer? No, they don't. Usually call it a flat. Okay, yeah. So we say a two four. Uh, so that that's become the ongoing joke that you associate May two four weekend with mm. drinking with your friends mm-hmm. and fireworks and. They, you know, what else does there do? Nothing. They, they're trying desperately in this episode to throw the the truth behind it at you, but no one's really paying attention. And it's all mixed with a lot of banter that you can't understand. And to me, the best joke was sitting in plain sight. Unless this was just my my TV for some weird ass reason, mm. my favorite joke of this whole episode was the one that wasn't said. Was what was written. Because you have the the Aussies coming and the New Zealanders, mm-hmm. everyone's bantering back and forth. You're saying, I have no idea what they said. I have no idea what they said. But no one wants question what Miss McMurray was saying. <laughs> but they were, you know, they had subtitles for her right in the yes. bottom of the screen. But well, yeah. I guess we're just so used to her yeah. drunken dialogue. I didn't need to read them. I knew what she was still yeah. saying, even though it was her most obscure version of her of her dialect we've heard to date and that, uh, that was a fun joke yeah even with the subtitles turned off when mrs mcmurray said a few of those uh they were the, still there they were still there because yeah. she was getting progressively more slurred yeah yeah so that is to me one of the best jo- uh, like silent jokes in the entire episode was just mm-hmm. subtitling her and forcing that into us so that yeah. absolutely killed it for me um the firework debate, another one that is anywhere you go, you talk to people as having fireworks. That's and I'm sure this happens everywhere. There's fireworks. So oh, which ones do you have? Oh, and to me, it was like, oh, my dad's got the better one. Oh, you should see my neighbor. He gets the best ones. Right. It's that constant bickering of who's got the best fireworks display. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the way they did this was really smart. Um, it took me back. I didn't necessarily understand the. The, the Commonwealth thing made more sense after I watched it again. I'm like, okay, I get what they're doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I, I thought this was brilliant. And then there was some other subtle jokes along the way um, that, that just the physical humor in this one killed me. And Andrew, her, um, when he's picking up those fireworks as they're listing them off, he's <laughs> bouncing out, in and out of the screen. Well, I, the, I, he's doing the, the matrix, like ringing back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I was, I was like in tears watching him do that. And I'm wondering how many takes it took. If you like how, because if he did more than one, that'd get tiring pretty quick at the speed at which he was going up and down like that. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of little things, but yeah, no, I, I think this one needs more, more credit than, than we're giving it out of the gate because I think it's really clever. And then you've read about risky. It's well, extremely well written. A lot of great, I don't recognize every reference, but um, a lot of thought went into to putting this one together. Mm-hmm. Gord. Um, I, I think you've covered a lot of the things. I, one of the things I don't think anyone mentioned, just they had really good coverage in terms of the characters. So everybody was represented and had a part. The, mm-hmm. um, Mrs. McMurray was was amazing in her, uh, in her drunken speech and um, mad hit on it, but the selective subtitles. Um, it's <laughs> funny, like the the least audible thing she said was at the very end with about her all under five foot tall or something. And oh, I only yeah. got that when I turned on the real subtitles because I didn't subtitle that one. I mm-hmm. uh, don't know how, how they chose. And it was, it was cool that Crave was smart enough not to double subtitle. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, how, I noticed that, yeah. <laughs> 
however they configured it, it didn't, I would expecting it wouldn't be smart enough, but it, it knew not to double subtitle because I definitely needed the, the subtitles to get everything she was saying. As I went back a few times, I'm like, okay, that, that, I totally missed that. And, <laughs> and then I, and McMurray's interjection, that that's a lot of fucking. <laughs> it was good. It was the, the fact that they had the facts and um, mm -hmm. that they were going back and forth. It just it made no sense, but it was, well, it was hope hilarious in the presentation uh, gail's lusting after shawnee and the, the whole subtext there all, all over and with their feet um, did great performance there uh, katie and daryl doing the australian accents i thought they <laughs> yeah. they were having a lot of fun and it um it they, they were doing a, a decent job i don't know if our uh, if our australian would agree but uh, i thought if even if it was a bad parody i thought it was <laughs> well done um <laughs> The, the fireworks were were the highlight and, um the whole riley and jonesy back and forth with stewart and rolled and the vocabulary and the vocabulary and <laughs> i found glenn's and, monologue to be a little long just a little oh, too long it was, it was so good though <laughs> the, the second two parts were really good the first part was a little long oh I, <laughs> well before that it was the um when they got they they ca they called um they slagged Stuart mm -hmm. and Ralt slagged Riley and Jonesy for their debitage. Right. And then they got debitage thrown right back at them from yeah. Glenn in terms of the crap they had. Um, mm -hmm. And just we'd we'd heard Glenn's story of his his the history of his family in the missionary position, <laughs> and now we got all of the places they went as as missionaries perfect. and uh the, the bone gap and the blue balls and the, <laughs> the beaver. Say, don't say, forget say, the beaver. <laughs> beaver, big big beaver. Yeah. <laughs> so those are places, eh? Those so are I, all I found all of them except for Hooker San Diego, and I don't know, like I don't know why San Diego would have a city within a city, and maybe somebody, maybe it's a neighborhood, but I could not find any reference yeah, to it in San Diego. But every, everywhere else, I was able to find somewhere, and they're they're like most many of them are tiny towns. Mm -hmm. um, the the Australia you you called it out I I just loved how they smelled each other and not a single word was spoken and they 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 immediately recognized that the other was Kiwi and the Australians and went they didn't yeah right exactly after. they said a word they just knew right away and yeah. I'm like uh, okay that's funny I guess but I don't know anyway, okay. it's it's a bit uh, it, it's yeah. over the top and I mean yeah. the the whole back and forth I mean it was, it over, was. and and I think the point I mean it was very much like a cold open in terms of the density of mm. just throwing every term you can into a sentence yeah. and um be, being over the top that way and i i think it was a bit much but it worked i i, I enjoyed the the band and tv show reference in the second mm -hmm. one with it kind of started out with the in excess mm -hmm. and, and kept carrying that on oh that there. that whole part that whole section was was trevor risk at his best for sure with all the band uh was it truly madly deeply it was great yeah <laughs> yes and flight of the concords yeah. and uh, all, all of all of the New Zealand references, mm -hmm. um, the um, just the and you, the whole characterization of the the relationship, sort of the 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 back and forth, but the the general jabbing at it, at Americans being the one thing they can pull them together. And I did like how they pulled it off when they did finally um, drink them under the table and they were mm -hmm. in the pickup truck together and. Um, with the, the the yanks passed out yeah and, they were so um, annoying there, there, yeah the, i mean that talk about over the top stereotypes yes. the 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 american uh drunken girls were was was a bit much they but, were seriously but, and literally so annoying yeah i gotta go on record as an american that that was the worst accent in the entire episode 
<laughs> the American accents? And, <laughs> yeah, of all the accents in there, that was the worst one in the entire episode. And but uh, is it the worst? Is is it the most annoying or the worst? I mean, no, there no, are no, people who like, talk like that in the U.S. You can't. I mean, it's over the top. You didn't. Well, I mean, that's just it. Is the accent, but the uh, the cadence is wrong mm. for the accent. No. Okay. What do you but, think of uh, Shawnee's accent, though? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. I mean, it's it's cool. I, Just the girls mainly. Mm-hmm. But I, I love that he doesn't own a shirt that's not an American flag. That's that's so, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty American. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, the and the, the last moment, I didn't think anybody copied Glenn uh, on resting his his head on Wayne's shoulder for the fireworks. Yeah. I thought that was that he he did he did not um, push him away and no, but he had the, he had a look. He, he, did, he gave him a look. Yeah, the side look. That was good. Just a few and just a few less pause. I, squirrely, squirrely Dan. I, I don't think he, he didn't seem to be used. He all he seemed to say was, "I don't understand what they're saying." Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, there was a point where Oliver and Piper were next to them, and he didn't introduce him at all. He just stood on the side mm-hmm. and listened, and at the very end said, "I don't know what you said." And mm-hmm. it's kind of like. <laughs> Why? Why are you there? Yeah. And there was the exposition that they felt they needed to do was a bit much. So like we had to get a full definition of Victoria Day for the yeah. Americans. We had to get a full definition of Memorial Day for the non-Americans. And yeah, but I mean, if you look back at all, yeah. if you look back at it's, all their holiday specials, they do they, that they for do all. That. Of them. They do that for but all. Of them. Maybe it, maybe I was just being uh, yeah. listening more. And yeah. Certainly the the exposition around Shawnee, which that was at least funny in terms mm-hmm. of the no i'm i'm shawnee and mm-hmm. johnny shawnee and jaker and maddie patty and blaker and the the, the the whole context for that so that that was at least fun but it, again it was a repetition yeah um so that all in all i think there were some positive things and a few things that uh, could have been done better okay well we're gonna move on to rating and it's been a long time since we've given an episode of rating and i mm-hmm. and i start with the rating so uh yeah, so, I mean, again, the first time we watched this, uh, or I watched it, but I guess we, because we watched it during the after party. We <laughs> we waited for uh, the the clock to turn, and everyone was still around, and we, we all watched it together. And I was in Japan. And you were in Japan. So, um, I don't know if uh, that, uh, that wouldn't have affected um, my my viewing of it, because, if anything, if it was, if it was really funny and everyone was laughing, it would have it made it more enjoyable. But I got to say, that first viewing, again, it was just like, what's going on here? It's, it, it was a little confusing. The, I mean, I, I think we even stopped halfway through, like like five minutes in, going, is this the cold open? Is there a cold open? There was no yeah, cold open. we couldn't op- figure out if yeah, was- yeah, we couldn't figure out if there was a cold open, and that might have been distracting, and we shouldn't have expected one. But anyway... No, that's not you know whatever cold open or not um yeah break format eh? yeah exactly yeah i'm, I'm well, too, the, too used the, to it the last one the last holiday special didn't have a cold open which one was that was that oh that was international, international women's day, day didn't but it they okay. had a much stronger start yeah but yeah. Uh, so it, it did not have yeah. a cold open but you're right like it started off and they had to do the obligatory okay this is what victoria day is and this is what memorial day is so there's a lot of that i, <laughs> I wasn't a fan of shawnee being there i mean i don't know uh Okay, so I liked the musical puns. I liked uh, the fireworks storyline. I, I I didn't mind the Kiwis and Aussies going at each other, especially when they stopped going at each other when they were both able to focus their sights on the Americans. <laughs> so that was funny and 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 amusing, but I can't give this one a fresh. I got uh, so it's it's getting a clearance for me, Trace. 
Well, it's not getting a clearance from me. <laughs> and since you remember I'm, your victor, yeah, I know, I know. And as Victor's <laughs> duly appointed representative in his absence, I'm going to say two things. First of all, sleepover gets a fresh. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> on the record. Way to abuse your power there, Trace. Well done. I love, love it. it, Trace. <laughs> and please amend the records, please. Yes, yes. Well, we're going to update all the records. Striking the other record. <laughs> uh, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, Al, to your point on uh, uh, Shawnee, was, he was a MacGuffin. I mean, he's there to put the plot along and, mm-hmm. you know, address whatever it was they want to address. And He was kind of there to point out the obvious, which was right. <laughs> Kiwis and, and Nazis are like Canadians and Americans. <laughs> that was it. Right, like, right. And, I mean, it, it, it was a nice callback, and mm-hmm. they already introduced, what, four new characters? and Yeah. Hey, I remember that guy. Mm-hmm. So whatever. I liked it. Uh, I love the interplay, but that fast, rapid pace stuff is still funny and weird accents, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I, the back and forth and the chirping and what well, that's basically all it was, was yeah. chirping. And that's what Letterkenny does best. And yeah. they do it. It still sounds great in a weird accent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I liked it all. And if you look at it for what it is, for Victoria Day, which, you know, short of advancing the plot more of the existing series, there's not much you can do with it. I mean, we're, they got the drinking, they got the fireworks, they got the hanging out with everybody together. So, I liked it. I'm giving it a fresh. Okay. I, uh, that's very unvictor like of you, but, uh, but we'll take it because, uh, yeah, you've, you've set the record straight for sleepover. So I'll, uh, there you go. <laughs> I like this version of Victor. Yeah. yeah we, I do too. The accent and all. Yeah. Uh, Tanya, what, did you, what, very, what, uh, very Thomas the train, what? very friendly. <laughs> what do you give this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, again, it, I, I was having flashbacks, as I said, um, you know, I was I was thinking back to to my conversation at uh, Peddlers up in uh, Sudbury with uh, Casey, uh, her and I having a conversation. Then all of a sudden, uh, girls coming in, she's like, "Holy hell, are they even old enough to drink?" Mm. And uh, again, the the age you know in the states is uh, twenty one, and and uh, here is nineteen. Um, and, and they, they looked like they were 18 with, uh, fake IDs cause they were just so young looking. Um, um, so yeah, it, it was, it was funny to me that, you know, people coming up from the States and the, the girls as uh, Valley girl, as they were, um, uh, saying that they were excited about drinking. It was just all about the alcohol and the alcohol and the alcohol and how many times they said the word alcohol. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's made two for it's, it's, it's beer. It's, 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 uh, it's our, our that actually does track. Right. Americans. Right. <laughs> um, Literally. I uh, I got hung up on 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 Gail and her relationship to her cousin or offering her cousin to go down under and his excitement to be a willing participant with her on that. Well, he's not her cousin. That's her cousin. Shawnee was her cousin. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I thought that's kind of taking. Well, wasn't there also an episode a while back where no. Gail says she took down her cousin? He was eighteen or something like that. Maybe it's maybe it was Shawnee. I don't think I don't think they were Gail's cousins. That that Shawnee that. was Gail's cousin, wasn't it? No, I thought yeah. they referenced 
that he was his. I think they just call each other cousins, but I, cousins. Um, I thought it was because I mean Johnny, uh, Shawnee, and Jaker were mm-hmm. awesome. Is yelling already? Shawnee, Shawnee is not, is not Gail's cousin. cousin. Shawnee is a friend of Jaker, and Jaker is Wayne's cousin. Oh, cousin. for yes. gosh sakes! <laughs> yeah. I thought Shawnee was. I thought it was referenced at the beginning that Shawnee was Gail's cousin, and that his he invited some U.S. friends. Oh, he invited his up. His other cousin. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, up. then yeah, there's right. just too much cousin talk and a mm-hmm. fellow ought to know about it. <laughs> please, please let it be known that our podcast is not the source of truth. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but it never was. But, uh, but awesome is. Yes, yeah, awesome is. Sure. Um, but when it's all said and done, that's not out of character for Gail, right? <laughs> no. Uh, well, uh, it, it, it was it was a it little... Was, it was okay for Victoria, so... <laughs> right? And that was a cousin thing. Yeah. Right? Again. They were first cousins. Yeah. They were and, first and nothing cousins? bad came of that. Yeah, nothing <laughs> bad. Yeah, well, well, that was a great joke. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. There's a lot in this yes. episode. There's a I lot. I there unpack. is. And, and a lot, I, mean, I think you should question yourself. And I know Risk wrote it, so you're going to expect a lot of stuff in there. And There's again, it'll be rewarded, reputed, repeated viewings, as most Letterkenny episodes are. I feel like you, now that you're well and you've seen it and you're not sick, <laughs> I think you need to, just like you asked me to rewatch The Sleepover because I was like, what's going on? I got to tell you, I'm a little surprised at, at how, uh, okay, what, what's the rating you're giving it? Well, again, it, it was, it, it had everybody. It had, you know, the McMurray's in there. Mm-hmm. They, it had, it had Riley, Jonesy, Stewart, Roald, Glenn. Yes. Good Lord. It had everything and everyone. And, and it, it was, of course, a fresh. Okay. I'm, it I'm was, a little, I'm surprised. Course, I'm, I'm surprised. Okay. <laughs> it's May long weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dude, Matt, get in the, fi- in the festive. Matt. <laughs> get in the festive spirit. What's your, what's your rating? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll get to the punchline and then I'll talk a bit, but it's fresh. It's, is it, it's not a high fresh for me, but it's a fresh. It was a fun episode. Did it make me laugh harder than others? Of course not. Mm-hmm. I thought it was clever. It was, there was a lot of good banter. I liked the storylines, although it was simple. And pure, and and you called it a trace. Well, it's like it does what they do best. They just did it with an accent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to take away from that. I I don't know what to expect for these holiday episodes. I remember when I heard they were doing this one, I was like, yeah. And then I'm like, what's it going to be? Mm. <laughs> like, and this is I could not ask for anything other than this. I don't know how you could tell a May two four story in any other way than how they did it. So success from my eyes. Um, yeah, it's it was a fun one. There's just a lot of good stuff going along there. Um, no, it's it's a fresh. Okay, uh, Gord, what do you give this one? Um, I think although there were faults in it, I think there were there was enough enough good good writing, comedy, some good laugh out loud moments, and some interesting things they hadn't done before in terms of like the subtitle humor and mm-hmm. some of the other more more subtle things, use of characters. So I can forgive them for some of the weaker points. And as I said, it's a, a stretch to to bring a, a whole episode out of a, a pretty um, slim, slim topic. So uh, give it a, a fresh, or does that also equal a, a special effects pyrotechnics category as well? Is that the, <laughs> special effects. The third, the third tier. Yeah. Fresh. That's okay. Nice. So I'm the, I'm playing the role of Victor today. You, keeping this from being a unicorn. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just looking at this going as of all like, the of all the holiday episodes to me 
th- this is the weakest one of, really? of all the holiday episodes. Name an episode that that you like that you like this one over. Like, like have you even considered? Is like, Gord, you made some great points mm-hmm. with Katie and Daryl um, and their Aussie act. Like they 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 pulled it out on that. They really did a great, a good. Well, that, I agree. not that I am Aussie. Look, or I gave it a clearance. I didn't it. give it a compost. Like there was, there's lot, lots of good it's in this. It up. just, it just for me, it wasn't, it wasn't fresh material. It was because to me wah, personally, wah. the weakest of the holiday episodes. Trying to think of them all. Prove me wrong. I think some people, some people did not like the St. Patrick's Day one. I thought St. Patrick's Day was hilarious. It was so such good storytelling. Here. I'm. Haunting and Modines. Haunting Modines was great. I mean, again, like that. My my personal Easter. opinion. Yeah, yeah. But the fodder <laughs> you have to take from all the other holidays, mm-hmm. not to downplay your. Well, you know what, and, and holiday, but and proxy victory. You're be right. The weakest of the holidays. It might be the weakest of the holidays, and therefore the weakest of the holiday episodes. Because yeah, you're right. There isn't a lot what's, as much meat well, there as what's as, th- what's three WM uh, three wise men. That's the the Christmas one. Okay. That was a good awesome. One. Awesome says that's the weakest. What? Really? Oh. I like that one. I love that one. Yeah. Like that. It ain't awesome. Valentine's Day, but it ain't the weakest. Awesome is is letting her Jewishness show. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> I don't uh, think that's PC, but no, probably not. But uh, I'm sorry. The Three Wise Men, the weakest holiday episode. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, we need to go around the horn and say what uh, holiday they need to do next. Oh, that's easy. Well, okay, go ahead, Trace. Which one? Oh, Canada Day. Yeah, I agree. I think Canada Day needs to be uh, part of this conversation. I think it. But but is it going to end up into we're going to have to have a Canada Day Independence Day mm-hmm. joint episode and ex? Well, it's the same it's, type it's, of it's thing like, as May two. It's like for. three. Day, it's like three days later. We yeah. have this and have to do the whole composition. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. We always but, do an ag <laughs> hall between the two holidays. <laughs> Yeah, that's we usually do. Yeah, um, but there's there's nothing left, is there? I see, I see in the comments somebody suggesting Arbor Day, but we're <laughs> remembrance Remembrance Day isn't a great story. Um, mm, we done no. Labor Day. Uh, no, I don't think they've done Labor Day. I think uh, Canada Day is a good one to do for sure. But they better bring it on that one. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I think we have so many holidays to choose from. Mm-hmm. Like we have a holiday pretty much every month, don't we? They could do one on Family Day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one. Yeah, that one would be tough. They, they can do. They can do Truth and Reconciliation Day. That'll be a real fun episode. You know what? I wouldn't be. I wouldn't put it past them. I think they would probably do something. They for take that. that on. Anyway, let's move on well, to um, M- MVPs, and uh, I get to go again first. Um, I'm going to do my my usual countdown. I love. I really enjoyed Gail in this episode. I thought she was a lot of fun. I think she had one of the lines of the episode when she talked about uh, was it the Aussie kiss? It's like a French kiss, but, but it's but, down but under. Down under. Yeah, I think that was one of my oh, favorite yeah. lines. Um, uh, Riley and Jonesy were a lot of fun in this. Just how how badly they butcher the English language. Vocabulary. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, and even though his monologue was a little long, I got to give my MVP to to Glenn. Glenn was uh, definitely the highlight of this episode trace what about you uh my mvp is going to probably the one that did the most with less mm-hmm. and for the second holiday episode running my mvp will be mrs mcmurray oh there you go <laughs> i think you got the hots for her there trace don't you then that is true. Yes. <laughs> I, th- I think if you were Victor, you'd be giving it to the subtitles. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. God, I missed the boat on that one. Thanks, Gord. 
<laughs> well done. Uh, ten, your MVP. Oh man, it it's it's hard because Glenn was outstanding and his dialogue and like all the the cities and and his backstory on how he became a pyrotechnic, whatever it, it, whatever his title is. Um, that was great, but I, I truly did love when Stuart and Roll did their whole uh, matrix and the mm-hmm. the the um, uh, fireworks and talking about the uh, cakes and Roman candles and packs and um, there are there there are levels of of fireworks here. Like I still remember the little schoolhouse that was burning. That was like mm-hmm. that that was a thing just to watch a schoolhouse yeah. on fire, yeah. and that was a treat, right? Um, and, and buying the, 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 um, firework packs and, and selling off the, the ones that we didn't want and stuff. Yeah, yeah you did. That, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got to give it to the duo. I got to give it to Stuart and Roll. Oh, the skids. Okay. Yeah. Matt. I, it's funny. I, I was actually considering giving it to the subtitles because I always thought that was so brilliant, but I didn't, I wasn't going to go there. I wasn't. It, 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 no, no, it's okay. It no, was, I had somebody had to represent like, Victor there. Cause that was, that's totally what he would have said. The, the and, and I would have, I would have validated him on this one because oh, yeah. like I said, that was to me the best joke in the episode. Um, and I don't, and, and I and it needed to be called out, but that said, I, I'm with you, Al. Uh, I think there's a lot of good things, but Glenn stole the show on this one. His his monologue, I I thought that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like it just killed me, and everything about how he walked up and I just I don't know. He just owned the owned the scene uh, whenever he was in this episode as he normally does. But uh, it was I love his level. voice too when it goes deep, right? Yeah. Oh it, my god, it, it goes deep and then goes high again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was for yeah, It's just too much to handle. So 100 percent it's Glenn. Excellent. And Gord. Uh it's gotta gotta be Glenn. Mm-hmm. The um the the monologue, the 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 suit that's fit for two people or space for two people. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder where they got that suit from. <laughs> you have to wonder, eh? Yeah, you didn't Sudbury see it in the you didn't see it in the um in the prop room or we the, did not, no. <laughs> Maybe it's from the the props that they use for the land uh moon landing. The moon landing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, yeah. <laughs> Probably from the guy that did the fireworks in the end. Yeah. Do yeah. you think that was real or do you think that was that was probably oh, just was, um that wasn't real. It, oh, I don't. I, I would. It looked. It looked like it was in post that they. Uh, that I can't imagine. That's a lot of their budget to waste on a. <laughs> yeah. All on right. The episode they didn't spend a lot of budget on. <laughs> <laughs> and they so the, those people from Australia, and New Zealand, that must have cost a lot. But, well, uh, well, yeah. And this one here was shot along with seasons 11, uh, 10 and eleven. Um, so, um, yeah, it's been in the can. It's been waiting for a while for for it to be released. Um, not not from the last season that they did this past September. So, timing wise too, like at the beginning of this one, where, where uh, Wayne's commenting on how cool it is, I thought it was another joke as to you know the time of year and like before there was a scene where it was supposed to be summer, but it looked clearly it looked too cold to be summer. In this case, it was around the right time to to be shooting a May two four episode. Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like St. Patrick's Day, they were wearing bikinis and other, yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> that doesn't check out. <laughs> yeah. I, I I thought it was noteworthy that uh, the produce stand wasn't in any of these shots. So it makes you wonder whether they'd put it away already and and had to you know improvise the setting. 
you know, instead of having it in front of the produce stand, they were sitting around behind the murder barn, right? Uh, which is not a, a place they usually, you know, do those shots. I was wondering too, why they didn't have a fire. Like they, they called it out that mm-hmm. they w- shouldn't have a fire because of the Australians being there. Oh, um, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, that is such a May two, four thing to do is yeah. to have a fire. Cause it's yeah. too damn cold out still to, to be out at night like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, some good points there. I think the biggest giveaway was, uh, you know, I can't, I, I, when I was watching it, I was trying to remember had I ever seen it before, but that's like the first time I ever saw Wayne with a beard, a beard or facial hair of any sorts. Oh, yeah, oh, he had facial hair. Oh, yeah. did he? I didn't did even, he? I didn't call. I didn't like he was gearing up for Shorzy or something. Uh, maybe. Huh. I gotta have I to rewatch so I wonder, that. Notice that. I wonder if, so they, maybe they shot those scenes like last, you know? Mm. Um, and hence the protestant was put away and who knows? Cause, uh, could have been cold out already. Well, I think yeah. Awesome was saying how long his hair was looking too. Mm-hmm. And somebody had mentioned yeah. somebody who who live uh, in the Discord who knows Mc uh, the actor who plays McMurray, uh, and and noticing also how shaggy his hair was in this episode. So uh, yeah, it's all interesting stuff. But <clears throat> you know, all conjecture at this point. Anyway, <laughs> just gonna move on really quickly here to some bits of news. <clears throat> Unfortunately, the first one is a pretty bit of a pretty sad bit of news sad news from Sudbury there's a fire downtown involving a number of downtown buildings including the Colson Oscars Grill and many apartment units uh, CBC News reports that investigators believe this, the fire started in the kitchen of Oscars Grill uh, thankfully it se- sounds as though there were only a few minor injuries but the residents of those apartments have been displaced and one really sad ca- casualty of the fire seems to have been uh, Kalta um, Vintage Store, the vintage store that we all visited where we met Camila Kowal. And, uh, and unfortunately, they, on their uh, Facebook page, uh, they, they, they put out a post saying that, you know, basically everything in the store was lost. Oh. <clears throat> so that's really sad, um, obviously. And uh, they've uh, started up a gold, GoFundMe page. We've shared it out on our Twitter, and and we we've a bunch of our followers have also mm. shared it out. So, if you can, you know, if if, if you can afford it, you know, please give uh, help. Some of the the the, the funds are going to go evenly to the people who need it the most, the people who are displaced, who lost their apartments, and um, the businesses. I'm sure are insured, but uh, the the money will go to to the right people. So, uh, uh, so if you sad. if you can give to that GoFund, please do. Um, in happier news. Much, much happier news. We have booked our first female cast member interview. Yes! And you're going to hear it here first. I, I haven't even said it on the Discord. Um, I mean, Matt and Tanya know about this, but we are going to have Kehlani Rose, yes. who plays Meeg. She's going to visit the produce stand next Thursday, so we can't is. wait. Cool. And let me tell you, we, well, I mean, last week was a, was a Jer, Jer, Jared Kiso lovin'. And there's a reason for it because he, when when we were meeting with him uh, in Sudbury, and the ladies had him cornered, saying how, uh, you know, they they write women's parts so well, mm-hmm. and and he asked if is there anything we can do. He says yes, we want some female cast members, and I swear to God, I've received three connections from from Kara through or from Jared through Kara. Kalani's only the first. They're they're coming in. The yeah. man's true to his word. He, he's a prince. So uh, yeah, it was stay amazing. Tuned. Because I remember his response when that came up. He, when he said getting female cast members, he looked at he's like done. Mm-hmm. That was that was all he said. And yeah, 
the man came through. Yeah. He came yeah. through. This, yeah. this week, I, I got the emails from Kara. And Such a uh, beauty. yeah, Kaylani's the first, but not the last. So I'm very <laughs> excited about that. Can't wait. Do you need someone to cover for Victor? <laughs> <laughs> Victor will not be here, but uh, I think we're going to. Sorry, Trace. I think we'll just handle this, the three of us. But uh, thank you, you for the offer. <laughs> here for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have an extra special Patreon level to uh, get to that? <laughs> no, but I mean, you're gonna, Platinum yeah, it's going to be just like every every uh, other interview. We'll put it out to our patrons for a week, and then it'll go out to the general public after that. So we're looking forward to talking to Keilani. Mm. Uh, listener comments. We do have a, uh, a new Apple review here. So five stars. If you're looking for the, your first podcast, this is it. I've only been a podcast listener. Uh, I've not been a podcast listener, but I decided to look for some extra content about one of my all-time favorite shows. So I decided to try this podcast. Boy, am I glad I did. This is what I believe podcasting should be all about. Some friends sitting around having a beer, talking about their favorite subject, which in this case is one of the great TV shows out there. I love how they also have uh, embraced the community that has followed them as well. I feel like I have four new Canadian friends. Keep up the great work. And yes, that means you popped my podcast cherry. That is from <laughs> Tim Oscar. Thank you so much, Tim, uh, for the very, very kind words. And I do have a message on Discord from our buddy Jack. He wanted to say, hey, mate, uh, I've been flat out like a lizard drinking. Seems I've got a rule loose in the top paddock. But can you please make sure to mention tonight a big thanks to old mate Risky for bloody ripper episode from the top cunt. Uh, but I'm not sure uh, where the whole pissing on each other thing comes from. Bloody sheep shaggers <laughs> making shit up again. So, yes, that's from Melbourne Jack. And he just wanted me to read that message out to Risky. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> So risky Melbourne Jack appreciates you. Um, Yeah, I have to find out. Does is is cunt used like quite a bit in 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 Australia? Because I don't feel Australia UK. I don't feel like we use cunt. No, we do not. No, 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 no. We don't really use that way. Is is that just like a? It's 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 a. It's a UK thing. I mean, it's just a different word there. Would you hear it on TV? It, it it's still like it's it doesn't it's not TV level okay it it but it's like yeah I don't know I don't know I don't think it's well on the BBC. I was always surprised with like on in like the UK just how cavalier they are with the F word really mm-hmm. oh yeah I mean it's it's nothing really huh not like it is here anyway like you watch Graham Norton that I mean they're just dropping f bombs every other word hmm. yeah. But yeah. I don't think that I don't think you're going to hear Canton Graham Norton. Yeah, it. I, I just don't hear it very often here. I, but he may be playing for the Americans too, because I think he. He. I mean, he's an international audience, and it would it get it's received differently here for sure. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard it on Lasso. I, I think. Yeah. Cunt. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, UK yeah. UK uses it like yeah. punctuation. Yeah, they yeah. they they do. That, that's a lot in mm-hmm. Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. I remember they did a whole episode on uh, what was it Lucky Louie, the Louis C.K. show that mm-hmm. came out years ago, and there was a whole episode just on the use of that word. And he called his wife a cunt <laughs> at the beginning of the episode, and oh then it, the whole episode was just him 
his friends and everyone explaining to him why he was in the wrong. Right. <laughs> when he said that, <laughs> he couldn't understand why she shut down on him. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I, I only watched one or two episodes of that Lucky Louie show, but I feel like that's one of the ones I watched because that was, rings a bell. It was really funny. You know, <laughs> yeah. think what you want about of Louis C.K. I know he... He's he's been he's had some shady ass moments, but that show when it first came out was really fucking funny. All right, we're Very going good. to Australia next. Yes, and we're gonna visit with all those cunts in Australia. Go, all right, go, go to New Zealand first. <laughs> oh, 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 Jack won't like that. No, but. Jack will not like that. But he already knew, he already knew that you were on the New Zealand side on on the Kiwi side. All right, final comments. I start. Thank you guys. This was a lot of fun. It's been a long time since we've done <coughs> a review recap episode, and this was this was um, what Roy Cunt? What? Oh. <laughs> and uh, every fucking way. Yeah. And uh, this was great. Gord, amazing. I, I hope you enjoyed your first solo uh, ep- effort, and uh, you did a great job. Thank you. Um, Victor Proxy uh, Trace, our buddy. I, I love, still love that background, and you did a great job, even though. I'm pretty sure Victor would not have a, a, a approved of any of your ratings. Uh, we don't oh, care. I guarantee you wouldn't. <laughs> but he's uh, not here, is he? <laughs> and thank you all to the folks on the live stream, uh, which was really lively tonight and, and very helpful, especially having Jack on. Jack, I hope you don't you know get in trouble with your boss because I know right now you're at work watching and listening. So uh, thank you, bud. And we'll see you um, in the uh, li- in the uh, after show. Trace? Uh Thank you guys for having me on. Uh, I got a chance to come on and be Victor, write some wrongs, and <laughs> write some wrongs. <laughs> and uh, it was just uh, fun uh, talk about this episode. I hadn't ranked an episode in like forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gord, you're seriously the most interesting person I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, I don't know. Beforehand, we were talking about uh, all the places, and it's like like 102 damn countries. Mm-hmm. I'm, I would. You actively have to go to 102 countries. You don't just accidentally go to 102 countries. You actively. (laughs) Do you have one of those big like scratch boards and you and you've scratched Uh, every country off? Oh, I have a. Have, there's in our kitchen we've got a map with the pins in it so oh, can, uh, even better <sighs> that's but, so cool yeah no it was great and you're like the coolest person i know <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> excellent uh tanya this was just so much fun mm. uh, we haven't done this in so long when you called out homework i was like what now <laughs> I, I wasn't entirely sh- I, I i didn't realize that we had an episode and so this is just like flashback and I, I loved it and thank you so much uh you guys were amazing uh proxy victor uh trace you did a great job um i love thomas the train brings me back to happy <laughs> happy memories with the kids <laughs> Um, yeah, you, you did a great job. Uh, Gord, it was a pleasure having you, uh, tonight. You brought out some uh, great points and, uh, yeah, you just, you, you really pulled apart, um, all of the show. Like it was, it, it, there was a lot in the show. Again, I'm disappointed with Alan. Um, there was a lot in the show to, to really, uh, to, to, to just enjoy. Right. Um, yeah, it was so much we, fun. We had the right guests on, though. The word, world traveler, but he's also Canadian, so he could talk to both the, the Aussies and Kiwis and the Canadian yeah. angle. So, and, and I've I lived in the States for yeah. well, seven that, years. That's so. right, yeah. And, and what was it again? Austin? Texas. Houston. Yeah. Oh, Houston, yeah. <laughs> Matt. So not even good Texas. <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> Matt's lost audio, I believe. So we're just no, going to keep on I, talking. I, my headphones died on me. Oh, oh is that okay. what happened? <laughs> yeah, but they just, it, didn't, it didn't just convert back to my <laughs> my computer <laughs> audio. It just went away altogether. Oh. <laughs> All <laughs> right. All right. Anyways, it was a great night. Thank you so much. It was uh, it was perfect. And everybody on the live stream, it was just so much conversation going on. And and uh, a, a shout yeah. out, a shout out to uh, um, Jack. Thank you for filling in some of those blanks. Because um, yeah, this one we, we we almost we we need like a solo episode just to to uh, pick apart what was said. <laughs> so now we're talking about that. There is there are efforts underway right now to do an international egg hall social. I haven't t- spoken to you What's guys that? yet about yeah. it. That means we're going to do an egg hall. I mean, we're going to do a regular egg hall in a few weeks. But some of our overseas uh, listeners, Jack Trollinger, uh, Ban, um, um, uh, Dennis, Dennis Suter, who are in the UK, and, and they have a hard time joining us. Mm-hmm. And they, they've asked if we could do an egg hall for them. Okay. And uh, they've arrived on a date and a time. We'll talk about this offline, but uh, they want to make it happen. And I think I think it's a great idea. I think we should invite our overseas international listeners for an egg hall and, and do it. Uh, do it so for much fun. What time do I do? What time do I wake up in the middle of the night? It's three well, three a.m. or no? It's 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 a seven a.m. Ooh, start on a Saturday. So seven a.m. on a well, like it's doable. Uh, that's easy. I'm usually up by then. I'm okay. go, go back and have a nap after. All right. So uh, I've got a date that they've, I've given oh, them. I can't drink, though, at that time. So that'll You're have right. to be a coffee. I've given them the- who? <laughs> it's, it's, it's 5 p.m. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it going to be in everybody else's land? Uh, it'll be. Well, they've worked it all out in the, the time zone. Oh, I can't wait. That's exciting. The amount of Caesars everyone was crushing at 7 a.m. Oh, a few weeks man. ago. You're good. A lot of Caesars. So uh, anyway, that's that's something that we're planning. But uh, anyway, uh, Matt, did you already? give your final comments i did not Go i did not but that was okay that was a, that was a valid interruption it was mm-hmm. timely and it was on topic so yes. you get a pass <laughs> um yeah this is a fun show I, I love these uh review episodes gord thanks so much for coming yeah i'm with them you, you're a very interesting fucking guy um and i love how humble about it you are yeah i know <laughs> eh, it's 102 countries yeah, like only like just like it's nothing i'm like what do you mean i think i've been to like five countries and don't and, forget uh, every american state which is there's 50 of those and and every province and territory so wow yeah, like dude yeah it's it's unreal <laughs> i could talk to you for hours just trying to figure out where you've been and what's going on and i'm sure you've got stories for days so um glad for let, thank you for letting us into a bit of that tonight it was very interesting mm-hmm. um yeah trace this is this. I like this side of Victor, like I said. So, um, you know what? If, I, if we're recasting, we there's a real consideration here, bud. Um, so good, good on you. You know, I know you, you, your rhyming needs a little work, but um, we're gonna. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, for, Victor and I always have a little bit of friction, so you just gotta gotta keep it going. Um, such a blast! Uh, <laughs> What's that? Only the only the patrons heard mm. your uh, your back and forth. Yes, ah, but... That's okay. <laughs> you want to hear it? Try <laughs> become a patron. <laughs> um, no, so much fun. I love these. Now I'm like, when's the next time? And there's no, there's no. a gap. And God damn it! I'm so looking episodes. forward to the girls, though. Come on, man. That's exciting. No, yeah. I know. I'm. So yeah, Al, when you messaged us about that the other day, my heart lit up. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yes, Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. And I hope this I hope this is the window that that really opens up this space. Because we we did say, if you remember, like early on, our goal this year is we want to to speak to some of the amazing women cast members of these shows. And 
That was, was my goal for Sudbury this yeah. round. Yeah. I said it. Yeah, and you you brought it home. Everyone brought it home, and, and you know we said that was one of our goals as years. We wanted to to really explore that, and I'm so thankful that's happening. And and the more that are going to come to follow, um, some really good interviews ahead. I know it. So. Yeah, excellent. And so, Gord. Yes. And Gord. Uh, thank you. It was fun. I was I did extra homework to make sure I was prepared. Yeah. So uh, You're hopefully great. I represented well. I appreciated the opportunity. It's uh, good that we fell into an episode and it worked with my timing. And mm-hmm. um, I was completely, when Al reached out to me, I was like, an episode on what? Because I was totally <laughs> not paying attention to the May 2 4. And, and you said that it's going to be a May 4 2 episode. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, mis- I mistyped. And <laughs> Did you have a dyslexic like, moment? May, I had a bit of a dyslexia <laughs> there. Yeah. He, he needs 42 beers. Too, yes. so, but I guess 24 is not enough. For, but uh, no, appreciate it. It was fun. And um, uh, look forward to the next time. Awesome. And uh, shout out to our buddy Adrian, who uh, texted me the other day and told me that. Uh, one of the songs in this episode, he he gave me the link to it because I I didn't know which one it, what what it was, but he gave me the link. So we're going to play us off here with a song from this episode. It's called "Stinker" by the Chats. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, Tanya is going to sit in Casey's hot seat as we continue the Behind the Produce Stand series. So, yes, get ready. And, Casey, I hope you're ready, too. Don't forget, you can use the promo code PRODUCESTAND for uh, 20% off any purchase on DiabolicalCoffee.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. You can also follow us on most social media outlets at Pod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to join the rest of the DGens at the after party. On behalf of Gord, Trace, Tanya, Matt, and myself, thank you for listening, and have a great week. We know you're useless up here. We just learned to put up with that. We know you're useless.